Hi, everyone. The topic for tonight is the different approaches among the Rishonim in relation to the, the test of the man. The different approaches among the Rishonim in relation to the test of the man. So we'll start out with our Pasuk here in this week's Sadra. The Pasuk tells us, and you should remember the way that Hashem took you 40 years in the desert in order so that you should be tested, in order so they should test you Hashem subjected you to the test of to the test of uh, being the 40 years in the desert. Shem took you on the road 40 years in the desert. In order so that he should test you, to find out if your heart is in fact after HaKadosh Baruch to understand what's in your heart, to see if you, in fact, would keep the commandments. Right? He, he uh, made you hungry. He uh, starved you. He fed you the man. You and your forefathers, nobody knew what the man was. In order to inform you, that a person um, should know, should be aware that they, it's not on bread alone that they live, but rather, but rather, uh, whatever Hashem gives, whatever a person is given by Hashem, that's what they can live on. So, in reading this Pasuk, Pasuk telling us, What's the test? What was the test that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave? I took you out of the desert 40 years so that I should test you. If one reads this passage of Lema'an, it sounds like the test is on the 40 years of the desert. Right? Listen to the passage carefully. It was a You should... Remember about the road, the 40 years on the road. Right after the Snachta is the Laman. Laman is coming to explain what I just said. I just, you have to remember the 40 years on the road. You have to remember the whole way, the 40 years on the road traveling. In order to find out, do you going to follow the commandments? What's in your heart? So what is being tested, what is being checked, is their fidelity to their willingness and adherence to the mitzvahs, despite being on the road for 40 years. Despite being on the road for 40 years. That's what it would seem. Is that I think that's a fair reading. Because the puzzle then continues, and the puzzle says, that's a new Pasuk. The new Pasuk is Hashem made it difficult for you and He and He um, made you hungry and He gave you man. But that's a new Pasuk. The Pasuk that says about the Nasoyskal, the test, 
The test was on the road for 40 years. Yet compare this Pasek to in Parsha Shemais. The Pasek in Parsha Shemais says, Hashem says to Hashem, I'm going to take you. Um, I'm going to take you. Uh, I'm going to give you um, man. I'm going to give it like rain. I'm going to rain down man for you. They're going to go out and take the man every day. So to test you, are you going to go with my Torah or not? Here, the pasuk seems clear. That what's the test? The test is the man anasenu. Has something to do with the man. I'm going to give you the man. In order so I should test you if you're going to go with my Torah or not. What's the test? The test here has something to do with the man. So if you compare Pashas Bishalach to Pashas Ekev, it doesn't seem that the test is the same thing. In Pashas Ekev, it seems that the test is something to do with the road. In Pashas Bishalach, it seems that the test is the man. That's point number one. Point number two. If we go back to the Pasuk and Parsa Egev that we just read, the Pasuk tells us again, In order so I should test you. As we're pointing out, the test is the fact that they're on the road for 40 years. That's the test? Does it make sense to say that the test is that they were on the road for 40 years? They were in the road for 40 years because of a punishment for the head of the Miraglim. They weren't on the road for 40 years because of a test. This question bothered me the first time I noticed it, and I never found it asked by anyone. The first place I found it asked was by Shadal. Rachel Davalutsato, a Rabbi Amaskil from the 1800s. I actually mentioned him last week on Shabbos Day because of the fact that he has a whole disquisition against the Rambam and the philosophical approach to loving our Kodesh Baruch as opposed to just a gefil, as opposed to something existential. I don't want to get into it now. Suffice it to say, he was a from halachically observant Jew, and his favorite commentary on Chumash was Rashi. Um, and he, the reason that his commentary is not so well known is both because of the fact, if you look at a picture of him, you can understand why it's not part of the canon, and also because many of his comments reflect um, not necessarily muscular tendencies so much as a very, very wide range of authorities. He's not remiss to talk about philosophers or um, scientists um, and things that are not typically found in commentaries, even though it's very clear that his approach was very much like Rashi as opposed to, say, the Rambam. So Shadal asked the Kasha. He doesn't ask the Kasha, though, in himself. He quotes somebody. He quotes the Komer. Who is the Komer? The Komer was another masculine who I don't know what his fidelity to observance was. Presumably he was somewhat observant because he was the tutor to Moses Mendelssohn's children. His name was Hertz Hamburg. I've totally Hertz Hamburg. And he asked this question. So I'm not sure 
But I think I had a good question. And my question is, I don't understand. The Pasuk tells us, You should remember the road that it took you on for 40 years. So that I should test you. What do I mean, so that I should test you? That's not why I took you on the road for 40 years. I took you on the road for 40 years because I was a punishment response for the Miraglim. This was my question that was to some of these folks. The answer that the Comer gives, which is, uh, I think, a, a relatively decent answer, he says, the 40 years is a response to the specific events, but it wasn't per se a punishment. That is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to test out the Jewish people in a variety of ways to see whether or not they were capable of coming to the land of Israel. So if they weren't capable then it would have to make the next generation. Remember, at the end of the day, the Jewish people leaving the land of Egypt were slaves. They had slave mentality. They were unable to have the patience necessary to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, despite all the miracles. They tested Hashem so many times. The Jewish people who left Egypt, the Yeritzim Mitzrayim, they didn't grow up at the at the um as at, at at the table of Akarish Borchla, uh, they didn't grow up with everything, they grew up with nothing. And so when you give them everything, it didn't necessarily change their innate sense, their innate type of being that they were, which were a slave mentality. And so the the Komer and Shada want to say that Rida Karish Borchu was gonna test them in some way. And if they failed the test, then they were not the right generation to come into the land of Israel. The right generation to come into the land of Israel was a generation that would be able to look beyond that. They failed the test. The first test, that the big test that they were given, the test of the miraculum, they failed it. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch was keeping them for 40 years. That's not a punishment for the miraculum. For the people who are going to die, sure, in a practical sense, for their specific lives, that's what it was. But in the larger sense, it's so HaKadosh Baruch Hu can test the new generation. People who grew up in freedom. People who grew up with everything. Test them to see their fidelity. Are you going to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu despite having freedom, despite having all your needs taken care of? You're not under the... the rule of the Egyptian empire. That was the, in effect, what the 40 years was necessary for. So according to this approach, is that yes, the test is being on the road for 40 years to see your fidelity when you're growing up in a different set of circumstances, a new generation, this second generation going to be ready to come into the land of Israel. So okay, maybe that takes care of our second question, but our first question remains. What do we mean when we're saying this is the test? In Pasha Shemais, the test was the giving of the month. What the test of the giving of the month is, it's not clear. But it seems that the test is the month. And in Pasha Ekev, it seems that the test is the rope. So I think the simple answer has to be that the test of the road includes the, partially the test of the month. That is, there was a test to see. Is this new generation going to be capable of entering into the land of Israel? Are they going to have that same slave mentality as the previous generation? Are they going to have that sort of immaturity and impatience that the previous generation had? Or not? Can they develop 
in a better way, not having grown up under the thumb of Egypt and having grown up at the table of HaKadosh Baruch where they're always being taken, all their needs are being taken care of. One of those tests is the month. But that's not the only test. So therefore, the next pasuk of Ayan Chavayari Vecha, that Hashem made it difficult for you and He starved you, it's not the test per se. The test per se is the 40 years. Part of that test is the test of the month, as we already said in Pasuk B'Shalach. That's how I think the appropriate way to explain how these two psukim jive together. Now, what I want to focus on is what is the test of the month? What exactly was the test of the month? And the Rishonim have a variety of differing, differing opinions. So I thought we would start with the approach of Chazal. Chazal seemed to suggest, and this is the approach of the Rashbam, Chazal seemed to suggest that the test, even though the Pasuk doesn't say it, the Pasuk is hinting at what the test is. Says says the, um, the Gemara, this is the Gemara at the end of Yuma. The Gemara tells us, The students of Rashbi asked him, Why did the man come every day? Look at the Pasuk carefully in Parashat B'Shalach. The Pasuk tells us, That they gave the man every single day. Why was it every single day? Why not once a year? Half a year. Why? Well, why do you have to have money every single day? Because you have to have it fresh. So, you know, make it, make it, you're making miracles that the money is coming down from the heavens. So make a miracle. The money should be fresh. Why, why does it have to be that the money comes every single day? Says the Gemara. Rabbi Shemim Ba'echai responded to the students. There's a king. He has one only child. He gave him food once a year. And he would give him his sustenance. We give him a check, write out a check for the year. So he would come once a year to get the check. But he says, you know, I'm not going to give him a check every year. I'm going to give him a check once a week. I'm going to give him a check once a day. So what's going to happen? The child's going to come back every single day. Somebody had a bunch of children. He'll be very concerned every single day. Maybe there's not going to be any month tomorrow. His savings account was empty. Every single day, he's dependent on the man coming. So therefore, if everyone would, if the man wouldn't come, everybody would die. So everybody's going to forget to daven. So what the man did is it required you to be dependent on a kaddish baruchah to be aware of that dependence every single second of the day. It's not possible to say when every single day you are dependent for your very sustenance, for your very existence, for your very life from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the Gemara in the end of Yuma, says the Rashbam. The Rashbam is both here in Parashat Ekev and also in Parashat Meshach, says the Rashbam. What does it mean? What does it mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you Inoy, that he gave you trouble? It means that Inoy she'ain't you don't have pas besalach, you don't have bread in a basket, it's not waiting for you, it's not ready. Every single day, every single day, your life is hanging in the balance. Every single day, you don't know if I could have broken, I'm give you more money tomorrow. And therefore, every single day, you're davening to him. Therefore, every single day, you're you're begging him for mercy, for 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 taking care of you to and, and your family. You always fully dependent on a Kodesh Baruch. What is the test? The test is that every single day, you 
are dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And again, in Paras B'Shach, he says as well, because every single day they have to be worried about their food. So therefore they're going to follow my ways. They're going to go on my turf. They're going to be dependent on me. They're going to follow me. And he says, that's what it means. And this is the, certainly the approach of the Rashbam in a number of areas. Don't have time to go through all of it now in, in any depth, but the, the, the Rashbam. I mentioned this a few years ago when we did the Rashbam. The Rashbam is very interested in if you recall, the Rashbam in Parshat Emor at the end tells us that the reason for going out into the Sukkah was because of you might think that you somehow have created this great harvest and therefore it's to your credit. You know how to harvest, you know how to sow, you know how to plant, you know how to water, and you know how to weed, etc. All the different things that are involved in beginning a successful harvest. So therefore, after a successful harvest time, this time of sukkahs, we make you go outside. Remember, it's all coming from upstairs. It's all coming from HaKadosh Baruch. It's not coming from your incredible handiwork, your incredible talents. You have to remember it's from HaKadosh Baruch as a test after a successful harvest. So therefore you go outside, you leave your comforts, you recognize you're back in the elements, you recognize your dependence on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's a way of averting and avoiding the same thing that Rosh Baum says by Bikurim, by Bikurim as well. Why do you have to take the first fruit, the first fruit that somebody's worked so hard, tooled so hard to get the, the, the tree to finally grow? And when it finally grows, that first fruit is so excited about it. Remember, at that moment, you're so excited about all the work that had gone into getting this tree to the place where it is today. Go bring, go, go bring that up. Go say thank you to Hakadosh Baruch Hu on that. Same idea. Kaiyachim is a real fear, and therefore, in order to be able to avoid that fear, the Torah requires and mandates various different things. In this case, according to Rashi, the mitzvah of sukkahs, the mitzvah of bikurim, and again. The Rashbam sees this throughout Chomish, but we're not going to be able to explore that any further. So the next opinion is the opinion of Rashi. Rashi says to us that what was the test? Rashi in Parshas Shmois tells us, says Rashi in Parshas Shmois, what does it mean? Hashem is testing you to see if you're going to go in the ways of his Torah. Remember, the Pasuk just told us, I'm going to water you, uh, the man, every day. And they're going to go out and collect the man every day. In order to test them to see whether or not they're going in the ways of my Torah or not. It was Yashrim Meichai who took the Esnachta and sort of moved it away. Lemana Nasenu, he connects Lemana Nasenu to the love to The test is they're going out to collect it every day. The test is they don't have it every day. So if they don't have it every day, they're dependent on a Kodesh Baruch Hu. They're dependent on Davin Tim. And the reason for that's, that's necessary is to avoid the problem of Kerechim Yetzimani. And especially if you think about the context, that is, you want them to understand that when they're going to come into the land of Israel, and they're going to have needs for victories and battles that they are going to be powerful. That they're not being victorious because they're an incredible superpower. Their, 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 their victories is because they have a superior entity on their side. That's the Kodesh Baruch That's the lesson the mud is trying to promulgate. That's the lesson for the Rashbam based upon you know the, uh, the Gemara with, with Rav Shem But not for Rashi. For Rashi, you know what the test is? 
if you look at that positive Shmash, it didn't tell us, it didn't connect us the test of the month to the to the going out every day. No, no. Says says the 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 Rashi, the test is Shmir Shabbos. The whole parsha of Bishach is all about the various different days of Shabbos, and we learn out that they're not supposed to go out on Shabbos and on Shabbos. They're going to get a double portion and all the different things that are associated with the month. And the test is the matter the test is are you going to go with my Torah? What the Torah that we're talking about? The Torah that we're talking about is the Torah of the month. All the rules that are associated with the man. Says Rashi Mishra with Svarsavatulis boy, Shulli Yusuma Menu. That they shouldn't leave over. Right? Nasami Menu is not right, right? The Khamashemish you're not supposed to leave it over worrying about tomorrow. No, you're supposed to be reliant on a Kodesh broken. You don't have anything until tomorrow, and then you're gonna dive on that day, then hopefully you'll come back tomorrow. Below you have to the Shabbos location. You shouldn't go out on Shabbos to collect. So Rashi is as a matter of shot, in a sense. Right, the um, doing something that's very close to pshat, right, and and the Rashbam maybe a little bit less so, right. The Rashbam is focused more on that and more on Yuma. He doesn't quote it more, but that's clearly what he's basing himself on. The Kachimiratzimiyadi is uh, obviously very central in Parshas Eikim, where it talks about Kachimiratzimiyadi, and for the Rashbam it's a central motif, a central theme throughout Chumash. But for Rashi, Rashi is saying the man on a central Parshas Shemais. Is You're going to go in the way of my Torah. That's the test. The test is my Torah. What's that Torah? The Torah of the month. So therefore, that the laws, the specific rules and regulations that are promulgated in relation to the month, that is not going out, not, not leaving over, that's the test of the month. If you're a slave mentality, if you're somebody that grew up with limited food, if you grew up as a slave, then if you have food, you're going to squirrel it away. That's basically the mentality. You rely on our bro. I rely on nobody. I rely on me, on my wits. So the test is to get beyond that. The test was to see, are you going to be a generation that is worthy of going to the land of Israel? Are you going to be a generation that can suspend your unease, your existential unease, because you were a slave and you had a difficult circumstance for so many years? Are you able to suspend that and recognize the good, recognize that now Kodesh Baruch was taking you out and this is a different ballgame? That was the test. Of course, certain people weren't able to, to manage that test, and they failed, and, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu got angry, etc. Um, that's the approach of Rashi. What about the approach of the Ibn Ezra? So the Ibn Ezra is here in our Sedra. The Ibn Ezra says like this, even though the Pasuk, as we pointed out, in Pashas Ekev, has the Maran and Right, the pasuk says, "Lamar aneschol naseschol dasas hashem levav chasishma mitzvayis of im loy." That's a pasuk, and then the next pasuk is "Vayancha vayarivecha." The Ibn Ezra sort of connects the two together. Vayancha for the for the Ibn Ezra that Hashem made your life miserable, He subjected you to hardship. Vayancha is baderach. That was on the road. In other words, the pasuk before that just said, "There is a chaytus called derach shalich hashem ba'zeberim shanabam mitzvah lamar aneschol naseschol das." All that. For the Ibn Ezra, the new Pasuk is continuing. Vayancha. Where? On the road. Right? The, 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 the subjecting them, that was on the on, on, on the road. Which, again, makes perfect sense with what we were saying before, that the test, the larger test, is the 40-year test of being on the road for 40 years. That's the larger test. And then there's practical, more, you know, smaller tests that were as a result of that. One of them was the test of the month which happened on the road during the 40 years that they ate the month. 
So, says the Ibnaz is on the road. Right? Hashem subjected you to trouble, to difficulty, on the road, the 40 years. Then he continues, Vayar Vacha, what does it mean? He made you hungry, he made, he made it difficulty for you. Kaidem Bahaman. Hashem made it difficult to you either before you got the man, meaning before you got the man, it was difficult you didn't know what you're going to eat. Right? If you remember back in the beginning, parts of Bashaf, there, they were, they were complaining. We don't have anything to eat. Later on, they have a other complaint, built their money, and they that's only parts of our lives from the beginning. They have a complaint, they're starving. What you eat? Then, the Ibn Ezra gives a second suggestion. Maybe it wasn't before the month came as being the problem. Maybe, maybe the month itself was the test. Maybe having month was a problem. Why, Because it wasn't very, wasn't very heavy food. Somebody has a heavy food, they feel good, they feel zat, they feel, they feel full. They are satisfied. The man was because ragado, It was a heavenly food. It was a light food. It didn't feel heavy. It didn't have to go to the washroom, right afterwards. So these are these are a complaint that someone can have that they don't feel full. Practically, their body is saying to them they're still hungry, even though physically they're fine. They don't feel full. Ah, I had a big meal. I had a big steak. I'm really stuffed. They didn't have that. If they didn't have that, then that could have been one of the tests. The test effectively of 40 years by feeling like you're on a you're on a diet for for a whole lifetime. That was maybe the test. So says the Ibn Ezra. Mizella, you talk about I don't like it. But you're talking about Tavis Sakar, it had to be something else. But the Ibn Ezra doesn't like the idea that they, that they were complaining about the man. Yes, we know in Parsh Palos, they complained about the man, and they complained the Babuti al you know, we have nothing else to look at other than the man. But it sounds like over there, at least, in Parsh Palos, the complaint about the man was that they had nothing else to look at. Bilti al they only had they only had the ability to look at man. No other food stuffs were an option for them. That's a little bit different than saying that the man itself never satisfied them. And it was in Parshat which is taking place in the second year, and they're complaining about the man. Maybe the issue is that they just had man for a long time. But maybe the first week or two weeks or a month or two months, maybe they didn't have a problem with the man. What the Ibn is saying is a bit different. What he's saying is the man itself was never really satisfying. And so the man, since it was never really satisfying, that's what they were. That's what they were complaining about, but he doesn't love it. He doesn't love it. Um, because it doesn't seem like any indication that the heaviness of the man was their complaint. The complaint was it's built out of money, and we have nothing else to look at, no other food. But for the Ibn Ezra, that's in part clearly the test. The main test, again, is the road, as we pointed out. That seems to be the correct reading of the of the, of the Pasuk and Akev. So how do you connect it with the Pasuk and Shemais? In Paz B'Shalach, that it's the it's the man that sent that the way to explain it must be. There's a wider test that takes place 40 years in the desert, 40 years on the road going to the land of Israel. And part of that test is the man. What was the test of the man? As we've seen for Rash Bam, it's for Rashi Rasi. For Ibn Ezra, it's the man was too cow, but he doesn't love it. Maybe it was something else. Maybe he says, maybe there was some some sort of a, um, another reason. Something about the man annoyed them. All right, whatever it is. And so far, we have three different approaches as to what the test was of the month.
So now we go to the approach of the Ramban. According to the Ramban, what is the test of the month? So the Ramban, you have to go back to Pasha Shemois. I'm sorry, uh, Sefer Shemois, Pasha Shemois. The Ramban says over there like this. What does it mean? So he brings down Rashi. And then he says, and he says, I don't agree with Rashi's approach. Rather, I think you have to look here, he says, um, in Parshas Ekev. And in Parshas Ekev, we say, Hashem fed you man in the desert. Man that um, nobody else, you know, knew your forefathers didn't know. In order to be able to test you, in order to be able to give you good at the end of the test. Says the Ramban, you know what the test was? The test was that they didn't have any food. And they had no other optionality in the desert aside from the man. Which they never knew. They never heard about it. And they had to eat it every single day. And that is just terribly annoying, terribly boring, and entirely, you know, people can get sick and tired of something like this. And nevertheless, they still went after Hashem without bread. And this is what it means in the Pasuk, in our parish in Ekev, it says, You remember the road. This was the test of the 40 years in the desert. To see if you're going to follow my commandments. They could have gone the way of, that would be nearer to the cities. I share to be very sad. That would be nearby them. By lichem amidbar, and say you took him in the desert. There was a bunch of snakes and scorpions, etc. Shall I give them lechem and didn't give them any bread? Rak just the bread from heaven. So they should believe in him forever. Says the Rambat. What is what is the test of the man? The test of the man was not like Rashi. Rashi said the test of the man was that you're going to follow the Torah. Because the Prophet said, the man anasenu hayelch b'soyrosi in life. Says the Ramban, no, that wasn't the test. The test is actually, you can learn and understand what the test was from this parsha, from parsha Ekev. And the Ramban then gives a new understanding of how to read the Zohar Tzachar the Pasuk had told us, again, you have to remember the road that Hashem took you on. Right, these 40 years. Now you were in the desert. So that he should effectively subject you to a test. What's that? To see what's in your heart. Are you going to listen to the commandments or not? The the Ramban is, as it were, taking away the the the, the safe pasuk, and he's connecting it. The test of the road was the test of the month. In other words, unlike what we said from Shadal from the Kermit, right? What was the test of the forty? What was the test of the forty years? 
It was 40 years in the desert. And there's a part and part of that test is having mud, which has uh, a specific issue with having mud, a specific test associated with mud. But part of the larger test of what it is to travel on a road for 40 years in a desert. That's the approach of of the of the Ramban. The Ramban is connecting, right? Unlike unlike the the approach of the of the Comer, who said that the test was 40 years, and that a part and parcel of that test is the man, the Ramban is connecting it. The Ramban is saying the test of the 40 years is the test of the man. They had man for 40 years. Can you imagine what it's like to eat man for 40 years? Forget Paris Baloisko. Paris Baloisko, they were angry, complaining about the man. But in Paris Baloisko, they're complaining about the man. Only after two years. You can't compare the complaining about the man after two years to a, to a man for 40 years. Right? The Ramban is saying that the test was now at the end of the 40 years. This is a test of effectively having eaten the same thing for such a long time. In Pasha Shemais, you wouldn't have that test. For the Ramban, it's not yet 40 years. It's not yet clear, to my mind, that the Ramban would say it's Pshat. In the Ramban, they would have passed the test of the Miraglim. If they would have passed the test of the Miraglim, so then they wouldn't have stayed for 40 years. The desert would go on right away. So then you wouldn't have that test for the Ramban. In other words, I, the way I understand the Ramban, the way I'm reading the Ramban, the becomes obvious only in retrospect. If I didn't have 40 years in the desert, I would have a different shot of what the Ramban is. If, if, if those words were still there, then it would have to have me a different test. The test that the Ramban is describing is a test of having only had one for 40 years. That's the test. But that's not a test that you could have known in Shemais. That's only a test that you would know here in Paris Eka that you had 40 years in the desert. <laughs> it happens to be the possibly impossible shot is written with the 40 years in mind. Right? Because the Pasuk says that the man, they ate the man for 40 years. So obviously, the 40 years in the in the way that Parasha is written is contemplating the 40 years. So maybe that's a good ride for the Ramban as to why he's willing to say this pshat. In other words, is a test that we're talking about after 40 years because that whole parasha is after 40. That whole parasha is subsuming the, the notion that they were going to be that they were in the desert for 40 years. It's not a parasha written as though it's unaware of what's happening next. The whole parasha is contemplating the 40 years. And the man and is is for the Ramban is a test of 40 years. What's the test of 40 years? Eating man for 40 years. If that's correct, that's a very different approach. Can I understand the Pasuk of Zakhartaskodak? We had one approach, the approach of the Ibn Ezra, right? The approach of Shadal, the approach of the Karma, which says there was a 40-year test. The 40 years of being on a road, that's the test. There's an aspect of that test. That includes the man. But there's the fundamental test. The fundamental test is being on the road for 40 years. Why are you on the road for 40 years? Because Hashem is testing you. 
to see, are you going to be a better generation than the generation before? Are you going to be worthy of going into the land of Israel? Are you going to still have the slave mentality? Are you going to be reliant on God? These are the kinds of, the larger picture test of being on a road for 40 years entirely reliant and dependent on our Baruch Hu. The man is an aspect of that test. And that understanding, so then we have to explain the test of Bishalach as being an aspect of the test of the man, uh, the aspect of the test of 40 years in the desert. And, and that's one way to learn it. The other way to learn it, this Pusik of, of um, in Parshas Ekev, of Zechartas Kodach, is the way the Ramban is learning. Zechartas Kodach is not a test, the 40 years test. No, the test is the month. 40 years of month, that's the test. The 40 years of eating man on the on the road, that's the test. Not of being in the desert per se. It's 40 years of eating mud. That's the test that they mentioned in Akev. And that can now be reflect, refracted and reflected back to Paras B'Shalach. Laman HaNasenu, Ha'ilch B'Sayrasi, is that test. Are you going to ask, but what, why are you talking about the 40 years over there? It's a 40-year test, but they haven't even been in there. They're just there in the first year, in the first few months. What do you mean? Why is that? Why, why would that be talking about that kind of a test? The answer would be, Again, that that whole parasha is referencing the 40 years of the month they ate in the whole time in the desert. So therefore, the test can also be a test that is referencing the whole 40 years in the desert. One thing to point out, and this will conclude, is if you look at the Ramban, there's a few different places the Ramban discussed. I'll just mention one of them for now. The Ramban, in the end of Parshki Savay, Baisha Ben tells the Jewish people that Lechem Lechaltem Yavishekel Eshusisem that in the desert, you're very special in the desert, right? You had special, special food, special clothing. Everything was very special. Right? They had very special traveling arrangements. Even though they're in the desert, they didn't suffer that kind of what you would expect. Somebody who suffer who's traveling in the desert for so long. Says the Ramban, what does it mean? It sounds like they didn't eat bread. And they didn't drink wine or beer, says the Ramban. What does it mean that they didn't um, that they didn't eat the the bread, they didn't drink the wine, the beer, etc.? Because the majority of their surviving was attributable to eating man. And to know that Hashem is the one who fed you. To know that he did it, but my sinais. The ain't time I should lay off lechem klal. Says them, I don't think for a moment that they didn't eat bread at all. Can my lechem lechal to you, my English sisi? When my sure Abenu says lechem lechal tea, when my English sisi, I didn't eat, I didn't drink. That's literal. My sure didn't eat or drink. But when they're saying lechem lechal tem, my Yamashek Alicia Sisem, that's not my sure Abenu. That's my sure been talking to Jewish people and saying to them, You didn't eat bread. You didn't drink the wine, etc. So for that, Moshe Rabbeinu was telling that to the Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to them that um, that they didn't eat it, not in as literal a sense as he said it by himself. When he said it by himself, they didn't eat bread or drink water. That's literal. That's literally true. But when he's saying that Akash Baruch I'm sorry, um, when Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to the Jewish people that you didn't eat bread, it doesn't mean it literally, because they did eat bread. Because at certain times, they had access to bread in the desert. 
that they ate the bread, right? They purchased bread with, with whatever monies they had. And they purchased water with whatever monies they had. That's a puzzle we had back in Pasha's Devarim. For Rabbi Sainu the that they were sold foodstuffs by the merchants that passed through. They were sold foodstuffs. So to say that they didn't eat mud at all is not right. They certainly, I'm sorry, they didn't eat bread at all. It's not right. Not in a literal way. They did. Meshavim didn't eat bread literally. That's literal. That's literal. It's not literal. So it's interesting to me because there are, if you're on the side of Rashi, so that the test of Amana Sena was says the mitzvah is applicable, the mitzvah is applicable. According to the Ibn Ezra, it's the manas to cow. Um, or, the, or the test is in relation to what they did before they got the man, but that wouldn't explain what happens after they got the man. So it's the, the manas to cow, but it doesn't love it. According to the Rajbam, it's they have to constantly go out to get more money, get more money every single day. But according to the Ramban, the test is that it's too much man. It's man for 40 years. So for that, if the test is that it's too much man, man is for 40 years. So the Ramban is saying that despite acknowledging that they didn't only eat man, he's willing to say that the Devarim Shatagi Masarilam would sell them, that there were merchants that came through and sold stuff. That when they got to certain places, certain towns, there were, there were people who would sell them things. So they had access from time to time. The Rambam the, the says, Big Sas at certain limited amount of times, a few times, they had food that was not man. What must you say? How's the Rambam saying that the whole test of the man is too much man? And saying that they had access to other food, which not everybody necessarily says until that, the 40th year at least. But the Ramban is bringing down, no, the Tiger Mosul, the Gemara tells us in Yuma that, that the merchants would come. The Ramban is saying, yeah, merchants came. That's simple understanding. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. You have a nation sitting in a desert for a long time. There are a lot of people, and they have what to pay with. So if you're an entrepreneurial person, you're going to come to the desert and, and, and try to make deals, try to sell things. <laughs> Especially if they're not too far away from civilization, wherever they were. Nevertheless, says the Ramban, the access that they had to other things was not so great. How does the Ramban know that? Because Moshe Ben said, Moshe Ben told the Jewish people, not literally true, but generally true. They did have access to but generally speaking, they didn't have access. That amount of generalness that they had only access to man was sufficient for the Ramban to say it was too much man. And therefore, that, that was the test for the Ramban. So with this, we conclude understanding the, the, the classic approaches of the Rishonim as to what the test of the man was and also understand this Pasuk of Laman. Hashem is taking you on. Hashem is taking you on. What exactly is that Laman going on? Laman is coming on what? We have the different approaches to explain if it's to be read through with the next passage about the month or if it's been separate, specific to the desert. And that helps to explain the different approaches to the test of the month as well.
Yeah, Shukrach, and have a good Shabbos. Shukrach.